The information presented on this podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available in this podcast and any subsequent sites are for general informational purposes only. The information I share has come from my own personal experiences and research, but ultimately, it's up to you to do what's best for you and your family in order to keep them safe. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Everyday Survival, a podcast that aims to equip you with the information to thrive where others fail to survive. If you want to meet other listeners and stay up to date with new information and uploads, consider following the show's Facebook at Everyday Survive. Each and every day, we stand the chance to face emergency situations. But with the information presented in this podcast, you'll be more equipped to rise above the chaos and thrive. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you get something out of it. Last week, we finished discussing summer safety and the ways you can treat various heat injuries. Today, we're discussing another heat-related subject, fire safety. Now, without further ado, let's get started. Fire safety covers a wide multitude of sections, from hiking to driving to the home and apartment. But since most of us are either at home work, or driving in our everyday lives, we'll just cover home and apartment fire safety for now. So let's ask the question, what exactly is fire safety and prevention? Well, like the name says, fire safety is how to stay safe should there be a fire, and for prevention, how to prevent one from happening in the first place. The basic ways to ensure fire safety and prevention is to install a smoke detector inside and outside sleeping areas and test them every month. Many fires that started simple could have been kept from going inferno had smoke alarms went off and notified the homeowners. Another thing you can do is keep a fire extinguisher in the kitchen. Many home and apartment fires start in the kitchen, and keeping a fire extinguisher, one that's rated for grease, combustible, and electrical fires, can help stop them from spreading. If you can't afford a fire extinguisher though, research other ways you can put out a fire. As a personal anecdote to this, I was roughly a freshman in high school when I was frying french fries for a Sunday dinner. The grease got too hot, and when it touched the electrical burner, it caught fire. Soon, it nearly looked like the whole stovetop was alight. I didn't know where the extinguisher was, so I grabbed the next best thing, flour. I covered the pot, turned off the stove, and where the oil was burning on the stove, I placed flour, choking the fire and extinguishing it. The fire department, who I directed my brother to call, arrived minutes later to a smoky house and a burnt stove and wall. Another thing you can do is keep note of any strange smells floating around your house. Say you're relaxing and watching TV. If you smell any burning plastic or a fish or urine-like smell and you know that you're not supposed to have any of these smells, chances are you have an electrical plug or circuit burning somewhere. Additionally, Create a family plan and discuss how you act should there be a fire and you're all together or you're all separated. Learn and memorize two routes of escape out of every room you have. Fires can spread rapidly, and it's easy to get separated or lost in the thick smoke. As such, create a pre-designated meeting spot that y'all can meet at once everyone's out of the house. The most important thing about a fire is that you can get out and stay out. Before you leave, you'll fire several times and get out as fast as you can. In the decades past, Due to the materials within a home, you had on average 14 to 17 minutes to escape. 
Now though, with the prevalent use of synthetic materials in home construction, you have on average two to three minutes. An experiment run by Underwriter Laboratories found that a home made mostly with synthetic-based furnishings could be engulfed in under four minutes. Now, it's here that I must stress this, that no matter the reason, even if you think someone is still inside the burning building, do not go back inside. If you do, there is a high chance you won't come back out. Let the fire department, who's trained for, for these kinds of situations, handle entering the building and performing any needed rescue. Finally, practice any plan that you make. Fires and emergency situations bring out the fight or flight response that we have, which can make us forget what to do. But if your plan is memorized and becomes muscle memory, then you can override the what do I do phase that comes with the chaos. Fires are easily prevented, but lack of awareness and or foresight can create an untimely fiery demise. Hopefully you never have to experience a home or apartment fire, but with research and practice, you can avoid this situation. Or if needed, act quickly to save yourself and your friends and family. Thanks for tuning in this week to Everyday Survival, and I'll talk to you next time for another episode. Stay safe out there, and be well.